Hello and welcome back to Mixing Music. I'm your host DK and today I have a very special guest for this mix breakdown. My friend Aries Gasillin. How are you doing Aries? I'm doing great man. How are you doing? Doing so 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 good. Okay so today we're breaking down a mix and this mix is super fun because you wrote it but I'm also on it. Yay! Uh, So never have I ever uh, done a mix breakdown on a song that I have helped write. Um, So uh, you wrote this song on guitar, came up with uh, most, almost all, uh, at least for you did all of your verse, came up with most of the hook. I just did my own verse Mm -hmm. on it. And uh, we even, uh, you know, you even wrote the chords out and then I kind of like produced it a little bit and uh, did a verse on it. So this is a fun collab song. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so uh, give me an idea of where you were standing as far as during the songwriting. Like, what is this song to you? Um, to me, it's uh, an outward expression of my feelings and emotions towards people who are close to me. And um, Okay, so kind of yeah. like giving them support, like kind of, yeah. like yeah, I'm yeah. here to protect you kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So we're going to play back. About 15, 10, 15, 20 seconds of, a song, of part of the song, um, unmixed. And then we're going to listen to the song Mixed. All right, sounds good. Go look at what we made. Don't let it go to waste. Memories we can't replace. I've been on the moon six feet to the top. Swerving through the pain, give it all I got. Throw it in the back, spend it all on you. Catch me in the sky, got a bird's eye view. sweet song cool song i'm a big fan of this song um well i am also kind of biased (laughs) uh and uh this one is another one of those no mix songs Uh, i call it no mix and the difference between a rough mix and a no mix is that a no mix is before i even started mixing this is like directly as it was tracked in um while we're still producing and then kind of like and then afterwards is the mixed version where everything is totally mixed down um, and limited, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I tried to match the volume pretty evenly, although one is obviously a little bit more compressed than the other. Um, but other than those little uh, detailed things, what did you think? What did you hear? Um, the biggest thing that stood out to me was the fact that in the second one, the one that you mixed, it's the beats and like the background... Uh, instruments seem to complement our voices more as and it it didn't seem like just a bunch of random noises in the background you know mm-hmm. it but it went you know like with the song more if that makes sense yeah no that does make sense so i mean obviously the vocals are louder i think uh that's sure. one way of saying it um and yeah i i do believe that it was in the in the no mix uh, the vocals were crowded um with everything else and then i brought it out you know, I brought out the vocals um, with uh, masking frequencies as well as uh, 
uh, just turning the volume of the vocal up. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So you like that vibe. You like the vocals stick, sticking out there. Like I do, that. yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. then we can hear what, what the heck you're saying. Sweet. <laughs> um, let's play another 30 seconds here uh, and uh, talk about that. All right. Keep you close, keep you safe, mama. Ain't nobody gonna take you away, mama. Always fighting for my rights, what you say, mama. Never failing, always praying, keep you safe from drama. Keeping you close, yeah. Got you wanting more, yeah. Never been so sure, yeah. Never been so close, yeah. We keep Keep you close, keep you safe, mama. Ain't nobody gonna take you away, mama. Always fighting for my rights, what you say, mama. Never failing, always praying, keep you safe from drama. Keeping you close, yeah. Got you wanting more, yeah. Never been so sure, yeah. Never been so close, yeah. We keep All right, um, for those who uh, kind of uh, guessed, that was my, a part of my verse there. Um, yes, I am the higher voice, obviously. Uh, you can hear from my talking voice. My wife has a lower talking voice than I do, I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you have any questions, Aries? Yeah, I actually really wanted to know, as I was watching you mix this one, I saw you were um, messing around a lot with um, the different frequencies, and I just wanted to know, like, where do you even start when you think about equalizing, like, you know? Yeah, stuff like this. Uh-huh. Um, so... I kind of like to figure out where I, I don't. It's also kind of this is strange because it's kind of become second nature for me. Um, but I really feel, um, and I feel like as you start mixing as well, as people start mixing, they kind of get this feeling a little bit better. I kind of feel where things are supposed to go frequency wise. And like, for example, the hi-hat's supposed to take up this space, the vocals take up this space, uh, and obviously there's natural frequencies in which vocals usually take up, like that's different for everybody, and um, depending on how their voice, you know, the vocal cords, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I first start off with the track. Uh, usually I mute the vocals. I start off with the track. Um, sometimes I do the vocals very, very first before I even do any of that um, soloed by itself. Uh, and then I go into the track and I usually work with the kick drum first and kind of, you know, make a bump a little bit. And then I do a little bit of bass enhancing. Um, the bass and kick drum um, is like the only instruments that I really boost the low end for. Uh, usually I cut a lot of low end on a lot of stuff. Um, and usually I cut a lot more than I boost in general. Uh, so that means I usually take away frequencies. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think what you're talking about is when we were working on the vocals... And I was doing these super high cue, like these really thin, like sweeps where it like, you know, it squeaks almost. You can like hear it squeaks. And then I cut out that squeaking frequency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I'm just doing a little bit of sweeps and I'm cutting out those little whistle f- frequencies, um, trying to get rid of those. And uh, yeah, it's mostly just a lot of um, feel as far as general EQ. There's nothing super, there's no super specific technique that I used. Mm-hmm. Um, I cut away the bad frequencies and I added the good frequencies and I also was thinking about how everything is going to fit together as well. So I feel like a lot of like beginning mixers kind of will enhance the instrument the way that it's supposed to be as if it were soloed, but they kind of forget that um, that it's a part of a big thing. So I, I mix things and I change the frequency so they complement each other rather than making one thing sound good by itself. Does sure. that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So if I were to solo something, it might sound a little bit thin, but then in the mix, it doesn't sound thin, you know? Yeah. And um, so I think that's kind of what I'm doing over there. Hopefully that answers that yeah, question. Yeah, 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 definitely. And we did it. And to be honest, uh, EQ was uh, pretty minimal on this song as well. Mm-hmm. I really like the samples that we used from Machine. Um, and mostly it was just volume automation. Like the hi-hats are way loud in the no mix. And mm-hmm. that's just how they came out. And, you know, when I'm producing or just listening to a track, I'm like not really thinking about the mix. I've kind of learned to balance thinking about the mix versus just enjoying music. And when we were writing the song and producing it, I was literally just enjoying the music. So I wasn't even thinking about the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then when I started mixing it in the mix mindset, I was like, oh, that's way too loud. Um, and, you know, things need to be brighter and things need to be less, you know. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just really happy with the way that it turned out as a whole. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> so I have to ask you, Aries, what are some things that the the song turned out to be, uh, especially mix-wise, that you think that I exceeded expectations or like was really good, that really changed the song for you? Although, basically, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't literally changed, like for the production-wise, but the mix, like how did the mix change and enhance this song for you in general? Well, to be honest, when I first came in here, I kind of had my, you know, um, my thoughts about what my song could be. And then when we started adding different sounds and different components, it was it seemed like it was almost a little bit too much for my style. But then as I saw you, um, you know, doing your magic, mixing and making all the sounds work together in harmony, I saw like the beauty of the song and it actually really came out to be exactly the vibe I was going for. So... Yeah, that's actually a really good point here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have a professor that once told me mixing is kind of like a magician where uh, you have lots of instruments and you have lots of tracks, and but uh, but the true magic of that a, magic, a magician uses isn't that he shows all of his tricks at once, is that he distracts you with one hand while he does the magic with the other. And then he switches. Then he distracts you with the other hand while he does the magic with the other, right? So mm-hmm. you distract and entertain. Um, and there's like this cycle of where you're distracting from and where you're entertaining from. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah and yeah. in the mix, is the same thing. Like, I, I think that with the mix, it's fun to automate levels and to produce in a way that you take parts out, arrange the music. So... Things feel like not everything's playing all the time, right? Yeah. Like it's not everything shouldn't be playing. Not everything has to be heard. Mm-hmm. And I actually think this is a really good point that you brought up, because I hear from a lot of uh, beginner mixes that they raise the volume up so everything is heard, and then they leave the faders. Um, they leave the volume like that. And first off, I think leaving the volume is okay. Like not doing automations is okay if the arrangement is done really, really well. But I don't believe everything should be heard all the time. I think that if there's a couple different synths taking up the same place, then some instruments, some tracks are meant to be more supportive. Yeah. And I think that's what you're talking about, mm-hmm. is that we were adding tons of tracks, mm-hmm. tons of sounds. And when I was mixing it, I started not deleting tracks, but I started turning them down where they were like they were more felt than hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made it not feel more minimal, but it still felt really full, but it didn't feel overwhelming. As yeah. you first experienced, yeah, yeah, right? So I think that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and a lot of that, if the arrangement can be approved upon as a mixing engineer, it is, you know, your responsibility, not, maybe not responsibility, but it's, it's your sound, it's your choice 
it's one of your tools, one of your paintbrushes, I would say, to use automation to the fullest. Like use it really well and really sculpt the song with automation, like presenting something and distracting with the other, you know, bringing a track down for a moment so something else can shine and then bringing it back up while bringing something else down, you know, and not everything needs to be playing all the time. And that's the beauty and the fun of sculpting a mix. Anyway, thanks so much for uh, chatting with me, Aries. So yeah, tell, course, tell me where we can find this song. Um, it's on, on all major platforms, Spotify, iTunes. Um, yeah, and what's your artist's name? Um, it's Aries the Wave. Aries the Wave. All right. Uh-huh. Do you have an Instagram handle? That is it. Uh-huh. Aries the Wave. Okay, cool. You find it on Spotify, iTunes, Aries the Wave, featuring your man DK. And uh, yeah, check it out now. Um, thank you so much for listening. You have been listening to Mixing Music. You can find my Instagram and ask me any questions. You can email me and literally send me an MP3 of a demo mix that you have, and I would love to give you some feedback. Um, and please, thank you so much to everyone that has left a five-star review. These reviews have been so wonderful, so great, and I'm just so happy to read every single one of them. They mean so much. Apple does consider, uh, specifically Apple does consider the ranking of a podcast based on their uh, their high ratings. So please, please, please uh, leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help me a lot. And if you know a friend that's kind of getting started in music or have been doing it for a while that you think can, would appreciate this podcast, feel free to share with them. Thank you so much. Keep hustling, keep working hard, make the music that make the best music that you can, and stay saucy. One, two, three. This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by Launchpod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with LaunchPod Media.